0: If he's satisfied, I'm satisfied. And this is what's going on here. The world can't stand them. The world hates them, but they got the approval of Jesus. That's what we ought to say. Why? Because one approval you're looking for, and that's the approval of the master.
1: This is Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford, Jr., senior pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us. As today, we continue a message entitled Committed to Christ in the Crisis. You know, all of us have faced crises in our life. We've all gone through tough times and struggled to know exactly what to do. And maybe you have struggled with approval in the midst of crisis. As Pastor Ford just said, Really, the only approval that matters is the approval of our Master, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But sometimes it's good to be reminded of that, and that's what today's broadcast is all about. We're taking a look at what it means to take up your cross, and how suffering really can be used by God to grow us and groom us. We're in Revelation chapter 2, discovering how Christ is our authority, how He conveys our approval. We're also going to see how Christ controls our appointments and gives our affirmation. So if you can, I hope you will open your Bible and join us in Revelation chapter 2 as we continue the message, Committed to Christ in the Crisis. Here's Pastor Ford.
0: They tried to keep me down, but they couldn't keep me down because I'm the author of life. I control death. I have the keys of death, hell, and grave in my hands. Anytime God got anything in His hands, you know what i trying to tell you? I'm in charge. I'm in charge. You ain't going anywhere until God says you're going. I don't care what disease you got. So he says, Listen, I'm the one that's sovereign. I'm sovereign. I have the first word and I have the last word. Because God didn't start when start got started. God started start. He is the beginner who began the beginning before the beginning began to be. I love saying that. I just love saying that. Y'all know y'all. I just love saying it. And he's saying, listen, he said, and I'm the period in the sentence of life. Oh, man. Listen, y'all. Listen, listen. We, we, we need to understand this. See, see how are you going to know that he's Jehovah, God, my partner, uh, the God who saves, uh, the God who is my savior, unless he deals with our sin? How are you going to know that Jesus is Jehovah Jireh, God, my provider, uh, unless you have more, more month than you do money? That's what Jesus is saying. Hmm. Look at your neighbor. And say neighbor, you can't lose with the one I use. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and so he says, Look, look, you've got it. But then notice. Say, so what would I do? See, that'll make a Christian say, Lord, give me hell and a half a glass of ice water. I'll put it out. Sure will. Sure will. Cause you know that he's sovereign. But then notice, he says. I was he who was dead and now alive. He's the conqueror of death. He's the controller of time and eternity. He's the conqueror of death. See, Smyrna, great history of the church. It was called the ornament of Asia, the flower of Asia. It was the Florida of Asia Minor. 600 B.C., the Tydians to the east invaded and destroyed the city. So for 400 years, the city of Smyrna was dead. But in 200 B.C., Lysimachus, one of the four generals of Alexander the Great, came to the city of Smyrna and rebuilt it. So isn't that amazing? He's coming to a city that has a reputation of having been dead, but then was raised back to life and say, listen, you just an example of what I'm all about. You remember this city Died. Well, that's how I am. I died, and, and so what he wants us to know is he's the conqueror over death. You know the conversation: Satan, death, hell, in the grave. Right? We do it every Easter, where the devil said, "You know what? I want to destroy him, but I can't. I can't do anything because I can't keep him. I can't. I can't sting him. I can't hold him. I can't keep him." And then, the, the, then death said, "But I can sting him." but I can't keep him and I can't hold him. So devil, if you will, if you will instigate the crowd against him, which you, what you could good at, then I can sting him, but I can't keep him, I can't hold him. And then, and then, the, and then uh, the grave said, well, that's my job, I hold him. He said, but I can't keep him. So devil, if you will instigate the crowd against him and death, you sting him on the cross, I'm the grave. I, that's my job, I hold folk, but I can't keep him. And then hell uh, answered up and said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y- y'all on my territory now. Well, that's my job. My job is to keep him. So, devil, if you instigate the crowd, and death, you sting them, and grave, you hold them, I'm hell, I'll keep them. And you know what happened. If I, was, if I was a hooping preacher, I'd start hooping right now. And then I'd say, early, Sunday morning, he stepped out of time from eternity. And, you know, and all that, all that kind of stuff, you know. And, and we found out what? Uh, that uh, that uh, death couldn't sting him, and the grave couldn't hold him, and hell couldn't keep him. y'all crazy y'all crazy <laughs> yeah 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 in other words Matthew 10 18 remember what he said he said don't fear anybody who's only able to kill your body you fear the one that's able to kill your body and your soul in hell man but then notice notice what he says notice what he says because I don't look like I'm gonna finish this uh, Christ is our authority. But then notice Christ conveys our approval. Notice what it says in verse nine, I know thy works, tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them would say there are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Get this. Now, you know, you know I like, uh, I used to say this. I used to, I used to have a message that, that, I, that, I would, uh, that I would preach. And it was an Afrocentric message. I know, I know. Don't, don't email me, please, please. And in this message, I would always talk about what the problem of black people are, is. And I say, and I go through this whole litany, I say, well, it can't be uh, physical prowess. Well, no, I, I start off and say, uh, our problem can't be economic, because if we were a nation now, state of black America, last year, I haven't read one for this year, last year, $700 billion. Sounds like the bailout. But if we were an independent nation, we would be the eighth largest nation economically. So it's not a money problem. Well, we got money. Is what we spend our money on. We're the largest consumers in America. We need to learn some new words: 401k, savings, CD. We need we need to learn. You know, you know. We only know charge, sale. You know, fubu, ubu. You know. And and then I say it's not economics. Then I say it's not mental capacity. Then I go down the list of things we invented: mop bucket, street light, All I man, we've invented stuff y'all don't even know. Unless you do the history. They hid all that stuff from us. Man, we, we built this country. That's, that's the truth. That's the truth. And not just, just, not just on our backs with our brains. First successful heart surgery, all that. Well, I ain't got time. Then I get down and say, and you know it can't be physical prowess because every sport we get in, we take over. And then I always end it like this Look out hockey, look out tennis, look out golf, here we come. Now I got to drop that part now. You know? And, 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 and Miss V, she bad. She just bad. Come on now. She just bad. You ain't got to like her, but she bad. And they, they got her. They was always getting her, man. They was on them girls, man. Both her and her sister Serena. And uh, they, I remember when she won the first Wimbledon. they said, the crowd is against you. And, 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 and uh, yet you seem to keep your composure. And, uh, you know, everywhere you go, it seems like uh, the people are against you. She said, I'm used to that. He said, but it doesn't seem to rattle you. Most people would rattle. And here's what she said. I'll never forget it. She said, you see, I'm not looking at the people. But up there in the stands, and she pointed, she pointed to her father. She said, I play for his approval and nobody else. If he's satisfied, I'm satisfied, and this is what's going on here. They got Jesus. They the world can't stand them. The world hates them, but they got the approval of Jesus, and they realize that's the only you know you know because you know what he say. Her, her daddy, you know, whenever they talking about uh, uh, lindsay Davis, he said, "I remember Lindsey Davis." You know, I remember Lindsey Davis. You know, if you don't know, how, that's how he talk, y'all. That's how that's how he talk. He kind of like mumbles on Dick Tracy, you know. But he said, "I I, I ain't worried about no Lindsay Board. He said, "So you ain't worried about Lindsay Board? I ain't worried about no Lindsay danceboard. He said, "Only going to be Serena, Serena." He said, "What would you say?" "Only want to be Serena, Serena." You know, I ain't worried about no Lindsay danceboard. And that's what we ought to say. I ain't worried about no family's trouble. (laughs) I ain't worried about no. No, 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 no. Why? Because one approval you're looking for. And that's the approval of the master don't look in the pew look in the stand don't look at the job look in the stands yeah Yeah, because that's where the father is and he tells us what he approves and he approves them he says you in this in this in this world you are disapproved but you have been approved by me now i want you to see what he says i know now let me do this real quick i'm sorry y'all i gotta fast forward this all the other words i know come from epignosis or epinosis, which means full knowledge. This one doesn't. This does not have the preposition epi, which means then Jesus is saying, not talking about his omniscience, I know everything you're going through, everything you will go through. No, no, no. This is the word that means intimacy acquired by experience. Here Jesus is saying, I have gone through it. So therefore I know exactly what you're going through. See, you say people are talking about you. They talked about me. He said they're falsely accusing you. I had six illegal trials. They're battering and abusing you. They smoked me, slapped me upside the head with a stick, punched me with a fist, and hawkered on me. Yeah, they're, they're, they're taking things away from me. They took my clothes and gambled for them. I know what you've going through. Hebrews four 15, he's been touched with the feelings of our infirmity. The word touch means to fully embrace so that even when the devil comes to accuse it, look at Ford, he messed up. And Jesus says, I know what he's going through and I died for that.
1: Wasn't that great if you're a believer in Christ? That can be true for you as well. I know what he's going through and I died for that. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., a message entitled Committed to Christ in the Crisis. And maybe as you've been listening, you've been encouraged and you're thinking, I need to hear this again, or I have a friend or a family member who needs to hear this. We can always order a copy of these broadcasts on CD. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org. If you don't want to buy the CDs, you can always simply download MP3s for free or stream the programs through your computer. Again, our website address is treasuretruthradio.org. Anytime you have a question about the ministry or about Pastor Ford that's the place to go. One more time it's treasuretruthradio.org. Again, here's Pastor Ford.
0: He's a sympathetic ooh, 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 ooh. one thing I'm glad of and i say it all the time but let me say it again that i'm not god and you better be glad i'm not either but you know what else i'm glad about that you're not god I, oh i'm so glad of that i'm so glad of that you want to know why because listen i don't know about you train but i got some issues and i got some issues these folks don't even know i got issues with i got some issues and you know what here's what gets me sometimes what believers will do is let their issues push them away from god but you know what mine have a tendency to do i get down on my knees and i say i say i say god I never deserved to come here in the first place, but even more so now. I've got some issues and I'm not even gonna go around one, two, three, four, because I got some issues I don't even know about that you know about that you're gonna reveal to me later on, but right now I'm just coming about the issues that I know I got. I got issues. And the first thing I wanna do is thank you that you didn't tell me, get away from me, because you got issues. But you told me, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden and I, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. You shall find rest. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get right, not because I've had a licking, but because I've been loved. Hmm. So he goes through. And he tells them all those things. What does, he say? what does he know? He knows their performance. He says, I know your work. Now, for most of us, he'd have to say, I know you're sitting down. I know you're coming on Sunday. But you, you ever notice all the words that's used to describe us speak of doing something? Bond slave, servant, minister, laborer, ambassador, saint, Christian, martyr. All of them have now now you say, just make the point and roll on. I do because I only got five minutes. I got to stop. But listen, why are so many of you still not doing anything for God? Why, why, Why are there so many people here who you ain't serving outside the church, you ain't serving inside the church, you ain't serving the church at all. God gave you a gift and you just sitting on it. I'm going pray about it. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That's your spiritual excuse because you don't want to do nothing but sit on your rusted, dusty, and complain about what ain't being done. Okay, let me move on, I ain't gonna finish it now. Then he says, I know your persecution, philipsis, crushing. It speaks of grain crushed in the millstone, grapes crushed in a wine press. Two things he's talking about. I know the intensity, that's worth the word and the severity. He knows it he knows it he knows it let me tell you, say this real quick and then i'm gonna have to wrap this thing up but listen you remember the analogy what did james say my brother in common all joy when you fall into divers temptation knowing this that the trying of your faith works patience but let patience have a perfect work that you may be complete and entire lacking nothing now what's he talking about remember this analogy the refiner remember that what does the refiner do he takes the gold he puts it in a crucible he he fires it up why because it has dross on it impurities so, what does he do? He keeps his eye on the clock and his hand on the thermostat. He keeps his hand on the thermostat so he can control the fire because he knows if it's too hot, it will burnish the metal and it will be worthless. But he knows if it's not hot enough, it will not melt it down enough to get the impurities. He know- listen, listen. He knows exactly what Pastor Ford needs to get Pastor Ford out of Pastor Ford. And then he and then he keeps his eye on the clock because he knows how long it takes to get the pastor forward out of pastor forward now when is the process finished come on everybody together when he's able to see his reflection in the metal you tell me that he's not seeing his reflection in smyrna yes he is he's pleased with these people then he says i know your poverty i know your poverty now this word here this is a word this word, the, the regular word for poor is, not, is, is the word that speaks of, you know, like we use it. Man, I'm poor, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm barely making it. It's like, it's like the regular word for poor, let me see if I can get you to understand it. Anybody remember when we would get in the lines for the government cheese and the powdered milk and the powdered eggs? Anybody remember those cans of peanut butter with the white label? That you had to get a can opener and open it up and when you open it up there was this oil that was on the top of it remember that and then you put the knife in it it was so thick you could use it as concrete remember you get that peanut butter and try to spread it on the bread and tear your bread remember that remember that remember that then when you finally got it on, you know, because sometimes you had to get an extra piece of bread. Come on now. You had to get an extra piece of bread. And then whenever you would bite into it, it would stick to the roof of your mouth. And sometimes you had to put your finger up in there and pull that peanut butter down so you could eat it. You know, anybody, you know, now, that was Paul. Remember that? Somebody else smiling. Y'all remember that? Trying to act like you always had it like you got it. It's like they go to Panera Bread and buy a peanut butter sandwich for six bucks. I said, Lord have mercy. These people are crazy. For six bucks, I can buy a small jar of jelly, a small jar of pita pan, and a loaf of bread. I can have 10 sandwiches. Going somewhere, ordering a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Man, when you got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying? That's a, now, everybody laugh about that. Now, if I say you go fi- pay $5 for a, for a cup of coffee at Starbucks, when for $1.99, you get a whole can of Folgers decaf. Talking about we going to Starbucks. I ain't going to no Starbucks. Man, where I grew up, ain't no in the world I could see myself paying $6 for a cup of coffee. I don't care what you call it. Give it a fancy name all you want. It's still coffee. This means to be destitute. Now, why were they destitute? Let me do this and let me wrap. I got to rap. Why were they destitute? They weren't destitute because they were lazy. They were destitute because they loved Jesus. Because in, 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 at, at Smyrna, Caesar worship was going on. And so in order to keep a job, there were trade unions there. So, so like you, Eric, as a tradesman, you couldn't get your card until, your journeyman card until you said Caesar is Lord. But you're a believer. Ain't no way in the world you're going to say Caesar is Lord. So you would not get a job. And then those who refused, they would come and they would rip you off and they were able to do it legally. Take your stuff away from you. Just like now, over 100 million Christians in the last century died. Just like now, 700,000 people in Sudan and Darfur, a a, a high percentage of them who are Christians, 50,000 children sold this year in slavery because their parents were Christians. We complain about four dollars for gas these people their their wives are being raped and they're they're being put in prison just because they named the name jesus christ well i I have to wrap it up i'll have to finish this but but listen listen what's going on let me tell you what's going on anybody see all the good men ever seen all the good men sydney portier believe it's the second movie and in this movie sydney portier is in the korean war he's the only black in the group And uh, in the war, all of the white officers are killed and it comes down to him. He's the one who's a senior person. He's a sergeant. And so the white guys get together and they say, man, I don't know if we can follow him. I don't know if he can lead. He's a black guy. Bottom line, what happened was they they found out that, that he was a good leader and they began to follow him. Now, one of the guys who was against him, the number one guy against him, he got wounded and needed a blood transfusion. And the only one that had his blood type that could save his life was Sidney Portier. He woke up, he's on a gurney, and the the thing is running from his arm. He looks over and see that it's from Sidney Portier's arm. He tries to snatch it out, but the doctors wouldn't let him. I don't want his blood in me. I don't want his blood, but his blood will save your life. I'd rather die. Well, they made him take the blood anyway. At At near the end of the movie, he did such a good job. All the guys that were left, all their lives were spared. This guy that he had his blood, he was, he was, he, he, he was uh, trapped. Sidney Portier went back across enemy lines and got him. When he looked up, he said, "You came back for me." And Sidney Portier said, "I came back for my blood." I said, "Oh man, that's what this is all about. We don't have to worry about it. You want to know why? Because there is a captain." And all the other gods that we tried, they were futile and empty, could do nothing for us. But this one didn't have the same nature that we had. And so we had a problem trusting him. But we found out that he's the captain of our salvation because he gave us a blood transfusion because he's the only one that had the blood type that we needed to cure us from Adam's curse of sin. And he gave us that transfusion. And when we're in trouble and when we need him, he comes. But he don't come because of me he don't come because of you he's coming to get his blood (laughs) and i don't care what you're going through today i'm here to tell you he's the first and the last he was dead and now he's alive and he's going to give you a crown
1: but what a message today from pastor ford you know there's enough encouragement here to last a lifetime are listening to Treasure Truth and maybe you have a family member or a friend who you think needs to hear this, you can point them to our website and they can download or stream the audio. Just send them to treasuretruthradio.org. Well, Moody Radio is listener supported. And if you're a regular listener by now, you're probably aware that when you become a monthly partner by auto gift at a level of $30 or more, you're going to receive a substantial discount. off everything from Moody Publishers, and that includes several books by Pastor Ford. You know, we're so grateful for the ongoing support of our listeners. So if you're already a monthly partner, you can take today's study further by using your discount on any number of resources to help you in your spiritual walk. And if you're not a monthly partner yet, but you'd like to become one, contact us right now and take advantage of this offer. Our number is 1-888-644-7660. Or you can come to our website, truthradio.org. You know, together with your financial partnership, Moody Radio is bringing hope to the world. And we want to invite you to join us on this gospel mission. You know, we're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so that you can tune in and be encouraged any time of the day or night. So when you or others need strength of the journey, Moody Radio is here. Become a monthly partner and give your support when you call 1-888-888. or go to treasuretruthradio.org Well, I'm Steve Hiller. Our producers are Amy Rios, Mark Breda, and Nathan McMillan. Thanks for listening today and I hope you'll join us tomorrow for Treasure Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.